Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Fighting a wildfire in Texas. Building a network to connect 40 million people to the internet. Cutting pollution with chainsaws. Hear Chubb customers tell their stories at chubb.com slash podcast. And stay tuned after the show to hear how a burst pipe in a family's house led to an adventure. How to Make Sense of Net Neutrality and the Telecom Under Trump by Clint Finley President Donald Trump isn't known for consistency. He has even occasionally waffled on immigration, his signature issue. This tendency has been on display in recent weeks, as two federal agencies made starkly different moves on telecom policy. First, the Department of Justice sued to block AT&T's proposed $85 billion acquisition of Time Warner. The next day, the Federal Communications Commission unveiled a proposal to loosen the limits on the number of television and radio stations a broadcast company can own. The latest in a series of moves that paved the way for Sinclair Broadcasting's proposed $3.9 billion acquisition of Tribune Company. The same week, the FCC unveiled its plan to overturn net neutrality rules that ban broadband providers, including AT&T, from blocking or discriminating against legal content. In other words, even as one government agency looks to constrain the growth of AT&T, the nation's largest pay TV company and one of its largest Internet providers, another is working to unshackle broadcast and telecom companies from rules its staff says are burdensome. Many see the apparently conflicting moves by the two agencies as simple political payback, and it's hard to dismiss that idea. But the differences between the two agencies' agendas also reflect a conflict between Trump's populist promises to rein in corporations and his campaign pledge to reduce regulations on business. Trump's choices of leaders for the two agencies embody that conflict as well. FCC Chair Ajit Pai leans libertarian and has a track record of opposing government intervention in business matters. We need to fire up the weed whacker and remove those rules that are holding back investment, innovation, and job creation, Pai said at an event sponsored by the free market think tank Free State Foundation in Washington, D.C., last year. So far, he's living up to that promise. In addition to relaxing media ownership and net neutrality rules, Pei also halted his predecessor's plan 
to open up cable boxes and planned to do the same to the agency's Internet privacy rules had Congress not beaten him to the punch. Attorney General Jeff Sessions, on the other hand, has a populist streak. As a senator, Sessions called business interests that lobby for more liberal immigration laws masters of the universe and questioned why the DOJ hadn't pressed charges against the companies that contributed to the financial crisis. That seems perfectly in line with Trump's campaign promise to block the AT&T-Time Warner deal, saying the merger would lead to too much concentration of power in the hands of too few. And while it would be a mistake to call the DOJ's antitrust chief, Makan Del Rahim, a populist, he hasn't been shy in wielding government power to protect competition. For example, as a deputy assistant attorney general, during the Bush administration, he worked on the government's failed attempt to stop Oracle from acquiring software company PeopleSoft. Former FCC lawyer Gigi Son describes pay as an ideologue, while Del Rahim, she says, recognizes that competition is necessary for markets to function. Former Department of Justice antitrust lawyer Jeffrey Blumenfeld describes Del Rahim as more of a centrist than Pai. Ideological differences between the two heads of the two agencies aren't the only reason for the differing policies. Beren Zolka, president of the pro-market advocacy group Tech Freedom, admits that there is a disconnect between arguing that the FCC's media ownership rules are outdated thanks to the Internet and that the Time Warner merger should be blocked despite the growing number of streaming media options. But he cautions against reading too much into it. Pays FCC is working to repeal hard and fast rules, while the DOJ is looking at a specific antitrust case. Joka argues it's not necessarily inconsistent to oppose blanket rules, but favor blocking a particular merger. Carl Frisch, executive director of Consumer Group Allied Progress, on the other hand, points out that we won't really know just how inconsistent the two agencies are until the DOJ decides whether it will approve the Sinclair Tribune merger. If it doesn't apply the same sort of skepticism to that case, it applied to AT&T's Time Warner bid, it could reveal that the Trump administration's inconsistency is more vindictive than it is ideological. This podcast was made possible by Chubb. Hear how a burst pipe in a family's house led to an adventure right now. We walk inside and it's raining. Our home was ruined. We couldn't live there. Our first concern was the kids. This was going to be hard on them. Chubb got us a place to stay in the same school district. Otherwise, it could have been a nightmare. Chubb turned a disaster into an adventure for our kids. And no one missed a day of school? Hear more stories at chubb.com slash podcast. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.